We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I just got the chills, and not in a good way by any means. He had diarrhea on the walls. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Don't Tell Mom. It's Hannah Dickinson. I'm here with Skylar Corby. Hello. How's it going? We're in March, baby. It's fucking March. Do you have any spring goals? Not Not really. My February goal, I always make like a month-long goal just so I can practice it. My February goal was to like react better to things because things will happen to me and I'm just like this is why it's so great that I work from home like working from home I can't be in an office because I did this when I worked in an office like I would get an annoying email or just something would get fucked up or something and I'm sitting like in my room at my desk like what the fuck like are you fucking kidding me like going crazy just it's react I don't like consider something and then respond I just always react well so that was your February goal did it work Kind of. I mean, it's I'm more aware of it now, which I wasn't in January. So I'm getting there. I'm working on it. And I got to think of something else for I think March will be just like kind of in the same vein of when shitty things happen or when I'm like because my whole thing is whenever I know I have a difficult phone call to make or something, it, I, I have to do those early in the morning because if I schedule them at like 5 p.m., my day is ruined. Like, it's all I'm thinking about. I'm so worried about it. So I need to just be like, you know what? I've probably had a version of that phone call before. Like, it's just not that big of a fucking deal. Yeah, my, uh, in in AA, I guess, I don't know. Am I allowed to say what they say there? I guess it's anonymous. Who knows? Anyway, in a, in a club I was once a part of, uh, <laughs> they would call that, <laughs> they call that future tripping. Ah. So you're prepared for the worst of things that are, haven't happened yet. Yeah. Or, yeah. So yeah, if you're pre- if all day you're worried about those calls at five p.m. Yeah, you're future tripping. I am. 
but I have no goals. I was going to give up something for Lent. I was going to ask because that wasn't going to happen for me. But, you know, I didn't give up anything for Lent. One, I'm not Catholic. Right. Um, I am. Well, I'm supposed to be, but like. I lost my card, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Catholicism fell out of me at Lambda Chi Academy in 2010. So, <laughs> um, my friend who's Catholic, her dad is like, it's just a good habit to get into to have to give up something. Yeah. And of course it is, but I don't know, maybe ugh, stalking um, someone through a Finsta. I haven't done that yet. Oh, there you go. Then you're already, you're doing well. I feel like I'm getting good at that. I used to do that all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what? Who's that hurting but me? Yeah. <laughs> They're not <laughs> suffering at all. This fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you hear that <laughs> Jonah Hill took off his shirt? He, he got his photo. This, it just cracks me up because Jonah Hill was taking off his shirt and he got his photo taken with his shirt off at yeah. the beach. And he's like, you know, it took me 37 years to take off my shirt. Now I'm so proud of my body. Like he's trying to do this body positivity thing. I'm like, dude. Dove campaign, beat to it, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're Sorry. so late. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, I'm just so I'm happy to be me. It's like, yeah, I bet you are driving back to your Malibu mansion. You yeah. must be so happy to be you. I'd be happy to be you, too. It must be really rough. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't think I'll ever make enough money to, like, love my body like he does. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Absolutely not. I actually rewatched Superbad this weekend. Holds up? It does hold up. There are certain things that they call, like, you know, they use, they toss around whore a lot in that movie. Yeah. But I was also so high when I was watching it that I was like, am I finding things that are problematic because I'm high and paranoid and like this isn't you know maybe don't call a girl a slut or the fact that Jonah Hill wanted to get the plot is that Jonah Hill wants to get Emma Stone drunk so he can fuck her like that feels a little weird but yeah (laughs) at the same time like the thing is it's like it was us in high school so we're like this is funny because like this is how you acted I think kids in high school now to their credit are much more woke so they wouldn't find that funny because they're like, no, that's offensive. But you're like, no, we, I agree with you. We probably should have thought that way. We just didn't. So yeah, this exactly. movie was hilarious. And I kind of thought that way with dudes, too. Like, I didn't make out with anyone. Then my first high school party was senior year, and I made out with four guys at a party because yeah. I was like, we're all drunk. I got I to gotta practice. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I got to be drunk. They got to be drunk. I can't have them discussing my nickname, which you can't. You give one bad blowjob, and suddenly they're tossing around terms. But... <laughs> Anyway, <clears throat> the fetish this week is climacophilia with a C. Climacophilia? I feel like this is too easy. Well? Getting turned on by Al Gore and climate change. <laughs> <laughs> I see where you went, but it's definitely wrong. Um, no, it's the arousal to falling downstairs. Oh. That sounds like a painful one to find out. I know. That's like sadomasochism. It's just yeah. such a specific version of it. Yeah. All I can think about is um, Mother. What's that movie? Psycho. Yes. Doesn't he fall down the stairs at the end? I think so. I think of Alfred Hitchcock movies. There's always someone, a woman falling down the stairs. And I'm like, <laughs> is this just... Did that just happen a lot more <laughs> yeah. often then? And, and now I'm like, was Al- Alfred Hitchcock oh, attracted to blonde women just mm-hmm. raggedy anning it down the stairs? Yeah. Now, is it them fall, or do you know if it's them falling or watching somebody else fall? It's a, well, it just as arousal to falling downstairs. I guess that's open to, you know, every sexual act is open to interpretation. Yeah. I'm sure reverse cowgirl wasn't originally, or I'm sure it was originally an actual cowgirl, but now no one wears a hat while they do it. Right. 
Now, like, I feel like I'm trying to think of the prime area to go to make this happen for yourself. Like a nursing home. Do you work in a nursing home? That's a different fetish. Uh, Arousal <laughs> to old people. That is a thing. That's one? Yeah, that is a thing. Which Is there old people porn? I don't want to know. Uh, oh, we could Google it. No, um, <laughs> you can. Yeah, you put that on your work laptop. Yeah, yeah, I'll put that on my work laptop. Okay. I'm trying to think of like natural steps. Oh, the Grand Canyon. Don't those have natural steps or no? I don't think so. No? There are steps. I guess the Empire State Building. Don't you take a lot of stairs up that? Yeah, you can take a lot of stairs up that. And then they also have that race where people like race to the top of the Empire State Building or something. I and I obviously mean, I've never heard of it certainly not <laughs> signing up for that <laughs> and people are like I'm sure they fall there's no way they don't fall yeah if you're racing upstairs yeah have you ever done the stairmaster at the gym I've done 20 minutes every once in a oh, while yeah. so we'll get you but th- that one I've almost fallen off of too no that's what I'm saying yeah is like I trip a lot on that yeah so so there's like opportunity all around I guess for this one so maybe it's super super common well, also in a lot of scary movies, you know how like the bad guy's always at the top of the stairs and he's like, nice try, babe, try to come up and then they fall back down. Yeah. I don't know what I'm referencing, but you, that show you. Yes. So it's like, does he have an arousal to that or is he just one sick fuck? I think he has a, an arousal to a lot of fucked up things. Well, that's what I mean. So did this fetish or this arousal come about? Is it like I like someone seeing someone get hurt, but wouldn't that just make you a full blown psychopath? Like, why is there such a niche market for this? Because maybe it needs to be attached to something else to make you the psychopath. If you just like seeing people fall down the stairs, that's just like its own thing. But if it's like I like seeing them do that and then I get so turned on when like their bone is popping out. Then that's that's just another. Yeah, then you're just even crazier. But if you can compartmentalize them and they're just that one thing, then that's just a fetish. Yeah, that's true. You just have to keep your shit in check. Oh, let's do the ad read too. Yes. We got an ad read this week. Uh, Hello, everyone. It says, hey, everyone. I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is perfect for you. You want to you want to take this one? I feel like I need to breathe. Oh, man. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&A's with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you. And on top of that, we'll help your show get pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher and other listening platforms. And by we, it does not mean me and Skylar. No, we have no idea how to do that. I'm trying to operate the Instagram. I get so lazy. I should give you the password. I'm down. Anyway, we'll talk about it later. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys, sorry. (laughs) Back in it, back in it. As part of the program. Oh, no, we already read that part. Uh, And the best part is you can get all of this for only 15 bucks a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. Literally, it's just one UTI a month. Yeah. And that's pretty cheap. Yeah. So. Huge. Go ahead. Do it. What else are you spending your money on? Honestly. Porn. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show you want to grow, Hustle is an open door leveling up your sports podcast experience. Again, we're not a sports podcast, but. But, you know, sometimes we talk fast enough that I'm a little winded. So. <laughs> we fuck guys with broad shoulders. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. I just have to bring sex into everything. <laughs> I need to fucking read a book. So whether you're. Star- um, nope. <laughs> Acceptance into the program is limited. Like Harvard. 
Yeah, it's basically the Harvard. Hustle is the Harvard of podcasts. Mm-hmm. So, uh, give it a try. <laughs> give it a Make try. Make your mom happy. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. BW stands for Blue Wire. That is the network we're on. I don't know if anyone... Okay, anyway. So, check out the description box for this episode. Oh, that's where I'm supposed to be putting this. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't last Maybe time. that's why people aren't doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. That's so, probably yeah, check it. out the description box anyway, but definitely... <laughs> For, to find out more um, and just look for bwhustle.com slash join. Great. Uh, okay. Also, I cut this from last week because our mics acted up, aka yours, the one I gave you. Sorry. It was my fault. But can you guys write a review? Because I haven't been saying it. And the reviews we've gotten, when I was saying it, they were going up. But I was like, you know, I'm not going to be annoying. You know, people will do it on their own accord. They you will don't. not. Yeah, no one does anything. No. People need to be asked and they need to ignore you four times and then they need to be asked again. I just hate that. Like the thing with this podcast, you know, we're having fun. Who cares? So I'm like, I don't want to like be like, guys, listen to my podcast. Listen to me tell stories about my pussy. Like that's not what I'm trying to do, but I guess kind of. But it is. Yeah. So if you could just leave a review, just hit five stars if you're so lazy. Obviously a quick descript description you know some people write pretty rude things but I, they still give it five stars so fuck it yeah. i don't care you know what? i love the honesty i like it too i like the duality of that person and i think someone called me like a whore in one of them oh <laughs> maybe it wasn't a whore it was something that was like very sexual and i was like i can't like oh yeah these sexy babes are slutty hot and dtf that is how that do is- you know i mean <laughs> i'm not gonna say i'm not dtf i'm not gonna argue with that i'm not gonna be like excuse me <laughs> like, how you dare you look but at the hoops i'm wearing on this fucking <laughs> podcast of course i'm i'm always down to you know down to down to funk i like to dance i like to cut a rug in the living room <laughs> peace got a potty mouth and a potty mouth oh pouty mouth and a potty mouth here's the thing that's not exactly a review i would want my mother to read but it's called don't tell mom so fuck it yeah but it's also the biggest ego boost i've gotten in like days the fact that you're a pouty and well which one of us is it but i've been using my kylie lip kit i'm not trying to brag i think he's talking about me i, I, think <laughs> I assume it's a man because yeah no one else writes like that but no. if it's a woman what up um i i'm embarrassed that i use the lip kit so much my grandfather gave it to me for christmas yeah i was like yeah he doesn't even know how much ass i'm gonna get from this <laughs> shit my 93 year old grandfather got me a kylie jenner lip kit at my request that oh. was the first thing that came to your mind yeah because it's 20 bucks i don't want my grandfather yeah. who's 93 what, what is he gonna go get me a crop True. top oh i guess i need a pan i have no pots or pans since my roommate moved out oh yeah, well, there are other things I could have asked for, for sure. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but <laughs> that's what Poshmark you. is for. I bought a pan on Poshmark oh, a few you did? days ago. Yeah. I didn't realize they sold pans. Oh, you can get anything. Any home stuff. I tried to sell a Beanie Baby on Poshmark because my dad is convinced we have the million dollar Beanie Babies. Mm-hmm. We do not. No. We definitely do not. No. So, But then we were looking up the Beanie Babies. So even if you have the style Beanie Babies, so it's like the princess diana mm-hmm. it matters what kind of pellets are in it it matters what kind if there's a typo on the tag so if there's a typo that's a better version because they discontinue those because there's a typo yeah so it's more rare yeah and then it, on the back it has to say this certain thing that's also fucked up it felt like a scratch ticket like we'd get so close and i'd be like this is not gonna work yeah have you ever tried to sell beanie babies no I feel like all of mine, I well, just... congrats on not having debt. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so what's it like being rich? Yeah. Um, 
No, I just used mine so much that I think when the time came around that I was old and like I would bring I was in first grade and I would bring mine to school like and they oh, would just sit in my desk. Kids. Yeah. And then we got in trouble for doing that. And I also didn't Rightfully like it. Rightfully so. You shouldn't be bringing first grade's a little old to be bringing beady babies. No, it's not. I guess Six not. years old. Look, what type of charm school were you going to? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we were adults. We were smoking by age five. Well, I was in New Orleans at that age. So, mm, that's yeah, right. I was so you smoking. were an adult. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you I were smoking. smoking. <laughs> Even if you didn't want to be, it was just like there. Yeah, I was smoking at Mardi Gras secondhand. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I mean, I just played with mine as actual toys. So I think when the time came that I realized like, oh, these were popular. The tags were off and I'm like, these are, would sell for less than a penny. I can't believe you played with your Beanie Babies. We had them in those uh, boxes, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the display boxes. Like, how creepy is it to show up to someone's house and they have Beanie Babies <laughs> in the display? <laughs> in just, like, the bonus room? It was like a taxidermy room <laughs> <laughs> kids. It was like a pedophile's taxidermy <laughs> just displayed across the room. My mom keeps the weird stuff, like her old uh, bridesmaids dresses. And I did wear those once. In, like, fifth or sixth grade, we had Medieval Day, and I wore one of her 80s bridesmaids dresses but like then my mom also has her wedding dress i'm like i don't know if that's really gonna work oh my mom had a short slutty wedding dress i don't want to say slutty because that feels rude to my mom and yeah. you know society in general but it was pretty slutty it was very short nice and i tried it on you know because i was like this is the wedding dress i would use you yeah. know for sure it's a very short dress and uh i can't even get the zipper halfway yeah, up that's i think part of my fear too my mom goes, yeah, I was 100 pounds when I got married. Yeah, they all were. What the fuck happened? I don't know. Well, my mom got epilepsy, so she was on a medication. Okay. I was like, okay, you had an advantage, bitch. Yeah. But <laughs> I think my mom was just like stressed about life. Like, I, I mean, still share your secrets, but well, maybe not I, also great. Yeah. Well, is she like super proud of it? Super prideful? Not really super prideful, but like she'll even say she's like, oh, I just like wasn't eating enough. I'm like, yeah, that we have a name for that now. It's called anorexia. Like, do you have something you'd like to talk about? Because but I think they have it to be like, I fit into that. Yeah. Like, so I lost 15 pounds bragging when I got herpes bragging. Depression works. Herpes. It's a really good diet. I don't know if anyone's tried it. One in three of you have. But uh, I, tr I was like, oh, I lost a bunch of weight. I could probably fit into my mom's wedding dress. So I just tried it on. <laughs> my mom like, was like, yeah, try it on. And it didn't fit, of course. <laughs> I love the eyes that go with it. Just said, mm. Yeah, she was like, go ahead, try it on. And then she was like. <laughs> Dare you. Yeah, and then she was like, I was 100 pounds when I wore that. And I was like, you could have told me that before. I, uh, yeah. Like, where, did you want this to rip? Because it sounds like you wanted me to ruin it. Oh, yeah. It rips every time. There's, I hear something and I'm like, well, good thing I'm not getting married. <laughs> but our guest today, mm -hmm. she has a podcast called Two Girls, One Mike, where she talks about porn. I was on it. That's actually how we met. She messaged me on Twitter. It was a very fun podcast. And she has a, a company called Offensive Crayons. So it's like sexual crayons. Yeah. Adult coloring books. I mean. Perfect for this time. Perfect for quarantine. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, she's great. It was really fun. Alice Vaughn. So where are you right now? Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> so I know you're right traveling the country. Yeah, I'm in St. Petersburg, Florida. And one of the worst neighborhoods let me put it this way the airbnb host called me two weeks before just to ask are you sure you want to stay here oh what's going on 
Uh, look, it's an impoverished neighborhood. I have no problem staying, you know, in a poor neighborhood because I grew up poor. And also, like, I went to college in, in an area that was really poor. So I'm fine with it. I have no problem whatsoever. Um, but for her to kind of call me out of the way and, and say, hey, you know, you could cancel and I won't hold it against you, um, definitely made me question a couple things prior <laughs> to staying at this rental <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting she has a rental property there. And, I was just and say. Does she call all her Airbnb people or does she- Like, look- hey, I know this is on the website, but you should reconsider. <laughs> or does she look at someone, she's like, oh, they wear low-rise jeans, they'll be fine. <laughs> look, I know I look pretentious. I get it. But I, 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 I don't always act that way. So cut me some it's slack. Hard. Not all, hashtag not all white women. <laughs> well, I am us. one of those white women. I sit at an Airbnb in LA and it was a pool house. And I was like, ooh, a pool house. They're like, we're going to upgrade you to the suite, which meant the bottom floor because they had put a guy in the top floor. So they told me they're upgrading me. And the amount of cockroaches that oh. were everywhere. And at first I was like, okay, one or two, fine. But the 10th cockroach, I was like, I can't, I can't stay here. It's, it's more expensive than my rent to stay here. So why am I staying here? And I told the guy... And he goes, oh, what, there aren't cockroaches in New York City, Miss Thang? And I was like, Miss Thang? I was like, no, there aren't cockroaches in my apartment. So I guess I am Miss Thang. I don't have cockroaches. (laughs) I'm doing better than I thought. (laughs) Yeah. So he ended up paying me back money to not leave a bad review. He goes, if you say there are cockroaches here, I'll lose business for a year. And I was like, well, maybe figure out your fucking Maybe take that year to get rid of the cockroaches. (laughs) But he was like, I'll pay you back some money to not leave a bad review. And I, so I think a review can really kill someone. So she probably didn't want you coming out and then like being like, what the fuck? I mean, a bad review can kill people, but you can also, I mean, I've also had an Airbnb property. So I know how it works. Like, look, if it's super unreasonable, you can have it removed. But I've had some crazy people stay at my place. Like, I had this one guy. He was like, oh, I'm not going to throw a party. And I shit you not, I have photos of like, and the back of the house is wooden, where they were setting off fireworks. And you could see it like directly over the house of fireworks. That's not a party. That's a pep rally. (laughs) You just need to get your vocab down. Clearly. Um, And when I say confetti over the entire property, like literally from the steps going up all the way to the bedrooms, the bathrooms, the kitchen, everywhere, confetti. To this day, actually, there's still confetti from that one guest over a year and a half ago. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you threw a fucking... He threw like a '90s teen movie party. Like somebody's <laughs> yeah. parents went out. Like that. Those are the parties I thought I was going to in high school. Yeah, it's also like, who is this guy? Why right. was there fireworks? Why was there confetti? He sounds like maybe he just came into a lot of money, and we should contact him and hang out. Yeah. Where was this Airbnb that you ran? Um, technically, I'm in the process of selling it. And all right, now I'm gonna sound pretentious again. So it, it's a castle. Um. So okay, you could maybe actually you, maybe she just saw your Airbnb list and was like, "Hey, uh, you live in a castle. Are you sure you want to stay here in this bungalow?" Hey, Cinderella. Yeah, got some really bad news. You left out Prime Fast. <laughs> Wait, so where's your castle? So it's in Lake Peekskill, which it's a small little lake community, super cute. And then out of nowhere, a few years ago, my spouse and I were like, hey, we should get a place outside of New York just to, you know, kind of breathe outside the shoebox. And then we could rent it all the time to help pay the mortgage. 
And we found out of nowhere this little lake town with a castle. And it's so weird because every other town around it is expensive as fuck. And yet this lake town was affordable and had a castle in it. So we were like, is yeah, it let's do it. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't haunted. Just a lot of shit broke down while we had it. Um, like a tree fell in the backyard and like a part of the roof collapsed. So anything that, that sounds haunted been- to me. Yeah. Wait, what is it? What makes it a castle? It has a moat. It has little uh, a drawbridge. What's the thingies on the side? The turrets. Is that what they're called? Oh, sure. This princess over here. <laughs> I'm living in the roof. <laughs> like the pointy things with the windows. <laughs> the ones where they put that one princess who was sleeping. Um, but no, it's if you actually look at it, it has. It, it looks like a castle. Castlebytelake.com. It has like motherfucking gargoyles and everything like that too. <laughs> I know, oh, and the gargoyles cool. have tits on them. Okay, so this is what happened. You Airbnb'd it to a student who's like, I'm not going to throw a party. And then he gets there and sees gargoyles with tits. And he's like, how can I not? I'm a fucking <laughs> rager. <laughs> of course I'm going to go get fireworks. We've got titties on these gargoyles. <laughs> Actually, in the back, maybe he did come into some money because there was also, I remember, like a shirt in the backyard where I like Googled and it was like an expensive shirt too that I chucked. Um... Let's see what else happened. Oh, at one point I had to kick people out. Um, it was not that same group, but it was like a, another group a few weeks later. And I had a little spy cam on like my shirt that I wore. And there's a whole video of me kicking people out of the castle because uh, people were throwing a huge rager and the neighbors across the street were complaining and even like wanting to call the cops. So do you have do you have cameras in your for all the Airbnb people? I always wonder are there always cameras there? I just always assume there are cameras. Yeah, there, so this but it's will be also like way. I don't know. People are gonna do what they're gonna do in a bedroom, and I think it's like weird to have cameras in a bedroom of an Airbnb because it's like yes, it is your room, but it's like you can't not expect people to have sex in a bedroom in an Airbnb. Yeah. If I were you, I would not have cameras in the bedroom. However, um, in any public locations, you do have to disclose. We do have cameras outside the house so we could see, all right, how many cars are there? How many Mm -hmm. people are going in and out? Things like that. Inside the house, we also have this thing called noise aware where what's cool about it is if the noise goes over a certain decibel, it'll notify you. So you never actually like hear anyone's conversations because it doesn't record that. But if the volume's way too loud, uh, then, you know, you get a ping saying, hey, you know, it was loud for like 30 seconds versus two hours. That's smart. Do they, so if someone's recording you at an Airbnb, do you have to tell them? Oh yeah. Oh, that is in the fine print? Yeah. Okay, so my friend went to a bachelor party in New Orleans, but my friend's also sketchy, and he's a party boy, so I only believe half So he might have been the guy that threw- Yeah, actually, is his name? (laughs) Um, So he told me he went to a bachelor party in New Orleans, and they were ordering Coke and, like, getting strippers to the house, and uh, I probably shouldn't say his name. I'll believe it. He's in business school, naturally. What else are they doing? (laughs) Getting strippers and cocaine there as well. Um, So in the basement, he said the owner was in the basement the whole time. He didn't know? He, they didn't, he didn't tell them. So he got kicked off of Airbnb at the end because he goes, you had strippers, you had coke. Like, I've been, he like emerges from this basement they didn't even know existed. And I'm like, that is so illegal that's on so, so many levels. That's so creepy and illegal, yeah. I, yeah, that's so weird. I mean, 
it depends also how the place was listed. If it was just like, oh, you get like the top part of the place, you know, a shared No, location. it was the entire place. That's yeah, what he like, said. Oh, like, he's like time. not allowed because we were going to go to Miami and he's like, I can't book the Airbnb because uh, I'm kicked off from this guy. And I'm like, that what he did is so illegal. Like, you should fight back. And I think my friend's just too lazy, but like. I mean, luckily it was a bachelor party, not a bachelorette. Because can you imagine a big group of girls and then this like old man comes up? Oh my God. What's his name? Um, Dave Franco has a movie about that. The Rental is about a guy. I have not watched it. It's a scary movie about Airbnb. It really makes you think about where you're staying. Oh, God. I mean, most of the Airbnbs that I've rented, the people are super chill and nice. Yeah, um, Some people are assholes. I'm not going to lie. Like, there was this one Airbnb I rented in Lake Eola, Orlando, and the place was so... I mean, it was an office, it was an, it was a house converted into an office building converted back to a house. To give you an idea, uh, when you go to the shower, you know how like there's tiles because if you have paint on the walls, like that shit's not going to stay, like the walls kind of got to bubble and lift up. So yeah. you just can't have that. No, they had paint on the walls, no tiles. Um, the buttons were so old. It was like a circle button that you see from like literally the 30s or 40s. Um, most people have no idea what I'm describing, but it's really I, I certainly don't. Yeah. I've never seen it before until then. I was like, okay, this is pre-normal electricity. And the woman just didn't give a shit about Wi-Fi. So we had to actually get like a WeWork type location while we were there, which was miserable. Uh, but- some hosts just don't give a shit and I mean it'll show in the ratings which frankly yeah. if you if you don't care then yeah people should deserve to leave you a shitty review right and that's the thing with Airbnb it's kind of like couch surfing with a price if you don't have a friend so it's like if you really don't care if you're trying to go out all the time you just need a place to put your shit like yeah. who cares but for me I'm like travel not to sound like a snob but I guess that is snobby but I'm like if I'm gonna pay money to go somewhere I'd rather just not go than stay somewhere where, like, you have to worry about all this shit. But you're know. traveling. I feel like you're a traveler, which is, you're very... Like, you're seasoned in this. We are not. We're just <laughs> like, oh. I'm a bitch. I'm moving home to my parents' house. That's my big travel plans. Well, I can work remotely. I have my own business. And, um, I mean, I've been a New Yorker for the last decade. And I fucking love New York. But when everything shut down, it shut down hard. And don't get me wrong I love my shoebox when there's shit to do but when it's like you and your spouse sharing a one bedroom and there's nowhere to go outside it drives you a little stir crazy so we came up with this crazy plan it was initially just to like hey let's go to Florida uh let's drive down and visit your brother because he's moving soon and then we said oh wait we can instead do it for instead of like a week or two we could just do it for like a month and then we just decided, hey, you're working remotely. I'm working remotely. Our lease is up. Why don't we just stay in a different city or town every single month for like the next two years? <laughs> it, it evolved to that. So I'm, Florida's the only exception because we're doing two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Orlando, Miami, and now St. Petersburg, because we didn't want to spend three months in Florida. But then afterwards, we're doing Atlanta, Nashville, Kansas City, Denver, and then we're doing like a figure eight around the bottom half of the United States. That's so fun. That's awesome. Do you have a favorite so far or a place you've been? I have to say I loved Miami. I'm going to Miami in two weeks. There you go. Have you been? 
I have. I love it so much. Everyone's like, you love Miami in a creepy way. And I'm like, because it's the, it's like the closest city you can get out of the United States that's still in the United States. And it's Florida. So it's like the rules are a little lax. Also, the beaches are really nice and it's really fun and it's cheaper. And I don't even do cocaine. So I just, yeah. It's just such a, I, <laughs> she genuinely enjoys I it. I genuinely just like the city. And because uh, I don't know, I lived in LA for a while and I like LA, but too pretentious. You know, too many actors roaming around. I like DJs. <laughs> oh, that's true. I mean, you, well, there are a fair amount of DJs out in LA, but there would be more in Miami. I think so. I think it's more, and it's also more for fun, I think. Because I feel like the art, I like the art down there and it's all, it seems like more for fun than LA everyone's, you know, pursuing it and you have to hear their story and it's like, relax, just show <laughs> me the paint. But, so you had fun in Miami, you liked it. I have to say, I loved it. Um, so the place I stayed at felt like a resort, which was a huge bonus, a uh, pool on the beach and everything. And then when wow. I was there, I know, right? And it's a steal too. So between that, I have to say, I was really impressed with like all the COVID measures down there. Uh, really? Way better. Yeah. Way better than I thought it was going to be. Like, I felt like I was getting sanitized like every fucking second, way more than up in New York. Um, everything was cheap. The Fish was just delicious and super fresh. I love Spanish communities and being surrounded by them. It just, it felt like home to me. That and I also have a ton of porn friends down there. So it was nice because Naturally. I was like, oh, I have friends here too already. Yeah. Oh, so her podcast is, well, it's two girls, one mic. So I don't know, whatever. When I went on, I had to watch a porn mm-hmm. and talk about it, but it was full. It was like a two hour long porn. This was a feature film. <laughs> yeah, so it's feature film porn. First of all, how did you get so into porn? Because when I look at it, I feel like a little, uh, I, I like it, you know. Uh, Are you ashamed? I'm not ashamed, but I think I had taken uh, an Adderall and I was pretty horny. And then I'm like watching this porn on my work computer and I'm like, can I masturbate to this? But no, I should be dissecting it. But I was just interested that you were so interested in porn. Um. So let's see, when did the interest in porn start? Well, I was 12. Uh, yeah, tell me about your demons. <laughs> let's talk about your childhood Get into it. Artistically, I guess. Yeah, so a couple of years ago, my former co-host and I, um, we just essentially were riffing on each other for a potential podcast idea. And somehow we were talking about, um, you know, porn reviews and the porn awards. And we were like, oh, well, like there's Oscars for movies. There has to be like an Oscars of porn. And then we also realized that we do the same thing when we watch porn, which is, um, you know, how like Neil deGrasse Tyson, whenever like a new sci-fi film comes out, he's like the black science guy who's like, here's what's wrong with it. Yeah. We realized we were doing that with shower scenes. We're like, yo, she can't afford that crowd. <laughs> so specific but i i appreciate but you know exactly what you mean (laughs) exactly so we got to a point where we realized we were talking about the scenes and the plots so we started two girls on mic uh to review the holes and the plot holes of our favorite porn and by doing that i mean it's been god we started over two years ago now two and a half years ago uh we've met so many amazing people within the community and the porn world is so small and it i mean there's also a lot of things i care about so like i care about evidence and science and people getting like the right information out 
Well, there's so many myths and pseudoscience and disinformation when it comes to the adult industry because it's so taboo that no one's talking about it and like, hey, these are real people. This is a job. Let's talk about it. And instead, you have people legislating each other's bodies because it's this thing no one wants to discuss. No one wants to talk about it, but everyone wants to watch it. Yeah. So where where do you stand on the law of condoms versus non-condoms in porn? So uh, there's something called past testing in porn, where if you're on set, you do need to get tested. Um, And they get, you know, the full gambit of tests uh, and it's entered into a database. So essentially, you know, if you're going to be on set with a partner, you can look up, okay, what's their most recent test? When did they take it? You know, did they check positive for anything? Are they all in the clear? Um, And that's super important because... If you think about it, when was the last time that like you had a one night stand and you knew if they were in the clear or not? Yeah, uh, you know, as someone who is herpes positive, it's uh, I'm on the other end where I'm like, yo, dude, wear a condom. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a database that matches people up. So then you're saying I'm not out of the game. So if you have herpes, you can be matched with a herpes porn star dude. Potentially, yeah. But I mean, what's also great is you could see, I mean, you know, oh, am I at risk of contracting anything by sleeping with this person? Which you could never say if you just like pick up someone at a bar or on Tinder or anything of the sort. Yeah, because guys don't get tested because they're idiots. But here they have to be tested. And so why was there even a debate about whether or not people had to wear condoms? Like, why was that even a law going around if they have this database? Why dare we talk to the porn stars about what they're doing? (laughs) Yeah. That's so true. I mean, I just wonder, do they feel like sex is like when they go home, it's like a job? Like, I can't imagine when people ask me to tell a joke, I'm like, (laughs) enough. Like, I can't imagine being like, okay, let's see the acrobatics. Like, let's bring Cirque du Soleil in this bitch, you know? I actually thought the same thing in the beginning. I was like, how can they possibly, you know, go to a set and work for hours and then want to come home and bone someone? How could they possibly do that? And at the end of the day, I've just found that really it's so much more theatrics what they're doing on set. I mean, most of my girlfriends are like, yeah, I wasn't coming. I had a leg cramp from being on top for 20 minutes. (laughs) Honestly, that'd be probably more than just your friends. She's like, oh, 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 oh. (laughs) They just like kind of edit it so it sounds like a moan. They just tweak the noise a tiny bit. She's like, stop. (laughs) Like, that's perfect. We love that. Oh, man. Yeah. But so when you're watching all this porn for your podcast, you get horny as hell? Uh, not really. I tend to compartmentalize it a lot. And uh, Anna, we, have to. We, we said you could skip the sex scenes. Oh, I missed that part of the email. <laughs> I, compa- only in I compartmentalize email. It was in bold. I know. My Trust me. It's not you. I'm sorry. My work will be like, Hannah, we've emailed you this eight times. I'm like, yeah, if it's past the third line, I'm done, bro. <laughs> like, I can't do it. But- Put it in the subject line. I don't know. Oh, okay. I didn't realize we weren't supposed to watch the porn, but or, well, <laughs> we, were, we were allowed to skip it. But I also find that so interesting because I'm like, there's mm-hmm. shit that I need to learn. You know, things get boring. You mix could it only up. have so many angles at any given time. And I mean, there's only so many that are comfortable too. There's so many that are just also for just the camera. I mean, you, you don't fuck like they do in porn because it's literally for, they're trying to like show, okay, let's, let's make sure that we expand her asshole so we can shove a camera up in there and like 12 lights. 
that's like even in acting they're like just look over his shoulder so your eyeline works you're talking to no one i'm sounding like such an ignorant bitch (laughs) i'm like oh yeah it makes sense but yeah i can't imagine um not i can't imagine i just think um yeah, I guess I, I don't mean it in a mean way. I just can't imagine doing porn just because I, I get so many UTIs. And um, now I have herpes, so I think I'm out of the game. It's kind of like, I mean, know. it depends on what the database says. There might still be somebody that's like, listen, we are good to go. No, nah, I feel like it's like the Olympics. After you hit a certain age, you got some, you got some injuries, you got to just bow out. Yeah. Like, what's retire. the average age for a porn star? You know, uh, you either see yourself you know like one day you'll be the stepsister and then like the next day you'll be playing the MILF um or I mean I've had friends where you know they start at 18 and I have people who you know are in their mid-30s I have friends who are in their 50s still doing work um I mean you see people like Nina Hartley she's in her 60s bless her soul who's been doing it for like fucking 40 years but the fact is, I mean, there's something for everyone out there. And especially nowadays where what I love is we live in a time where girls can control their own content, guys too. So you don't have to work with a studio. You don't have to, you know, work at a studio where they're, you know, you're shooting for long hours a day. You could, it's like kind of being like a, an influencer except instead of just your face and, you know, being lit up, you have to care about how your butthole's lit up as well. So if someone listening, you know, is like, what porn do I watch? Which site do you think is the best as far as like Pornhub, you know, Bang Bros, I don't know, bang, Brazzers, whatever. I, I, I put in a Google, you know, I'm just old fashioned and I'm like, <laughs> whichever one comes up first. Find me the best one. But Yeah, but is there a more ethical one? Is like Pornhub more ethical than another... That's a great question. Um, so as far as if you care about really getting the most ethical porn, buy from content creators directly, you know, subscribe to someone's OnlyFans or Sex Panther or wherever. Uh, or I'm not that ethical. Sale. I'm not that ethical. I gotta say. <laughs> I do comedy. So I, you know, I don't have a, I don't have a Patreon. So yeah, I, I would agree do that if you have the money, but I can't be like, I would do that. But, <laughs> well then just follow their free shit on Twitter because at the end of the day on their Twitter, they're going to be posting clips from like their own stuff, but also generally they promote stuff where it's like, all right, I had fun on this shoot. I'll retweet it. It's really rare where they're like, fuck no, I'm not going to retweet this or like share this clip. Like I was talking with my friend Kate the other day and she was telling me about how she did a shoot so bad where she was like, I think the editor fucking hated me because the color correction just made her look completely orange. He shows like all the worst scenes. And afterwards when like her agent was like, why aren't you sharing this? She was like, have you seen it? Oh, okay. That's fine. You don't have to share that. But yeah, I mean, generally you will have people who just, you know, go to someone's Twitter. They'll point you in a direction of like, the clips that they're putting out there that they're proud of. That's the nice thing about porn nowadays. There's choice. So yeah, go wherever. And also a lot of the bigger studios, I mean, they treat people well. It's like the smaller, shadier ones that don't. But again, the most ethical is just really like just buy from the content creators directly. Have you ever recorded yourself having sex? Yeah, but I'm not going to post it online. Oh, yeah. No, (laughs) I just someone a guy once asked me if I wanted to do that I don't like seeing an unflattering picture of myself 
So I can't imagine a full-blown video where you well, see Well, and them. that's like what you're saying. It's like they're getting it from the best angles for a reason. So when people are like, I want to try this because I saw it in a porn, I'm like, well, then look like – call up their lighting director and whoever the gaffer was like all this shit like i need that camera to be exactly where they put it or else that's a no-go like one of my friends has a porno boot camp where she legit teaches people like how to angle yourself for sex she's like all right i got some big floppy titties i'm not gonna like lay on my back and have them fall to the sides uh instead you know i'm gonna show you how to arch and angle your back so they're up so those bitches are upright like she will teach you how to do that name and phone number yeah right now (laughs) (laughs) this podcast is actually sponsored by (laughs) i need to call her up uh let's see porno boot camp uh let's see uh oh samantha mack so we had her on the show like a while back she was great samantha mack wasn't she the girl isn't samantha mack the girl who was in nexium no close something else allison mack allison mack yeah (laughs) okay uh that's such a good idea though because i mean that's what people ultimately want to know it's uh, trying to send a nude photo is difficult yeah it's like Victoria's Secret dressing rooms. Like, what the fuck is going on here? I recently, for my birthday, um, because I just lost a stupid amount of weight, and I was like, I'm not going to get any younger. I need to just have a nude shoot. So I asked my spouse, I was like, hey, honey, can you buy me a boudoir photo shoot? I had the makeup done. I mean, girls, when I say I looked hot, I was like, fuck, I didn't realize being hot was a choice. <laughs> It's an expensive choice. It is. But it's a choice. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that sounds hot. Yeah, it does. That's awesome. What a great gift. He's like, is it my birthday? Yeah, this is like buying a pool float for someone else. You're like, I know this is for you, but let's be honest. <laughs> Wait, so what are you going to do with the photos? You should put them in every Airbnb. I was you go just going to gonna say, you should just print out wallet size photos and just leave them like under that lamp. Uh, so what I actually might do is, uh, now that you say it, I really should go get like a nice frame, get, uh, you know, like a, a 8 by 12 or something, uh, get one of the photos in black and white, choose one of the classier ones, not where it's like I'm spread eagle or anything. Uh, mm, I think you gotta go spread eagle. I don't know. <laughs> There's, you gotta put something up in the bathroom. Depends on, are we doing landscape or are we doing, you yeah. know, are we doing, what's the other opposite? I'm just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, continue. So you're going to get a nice frame. Yeah, and then just, you know, leave it somewhere and see if anyone ever mentions it. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's just a fun No one game. will ever mention it to your face. But they will go home and they're like, did you check did you out that photo? that photo? That's kind of weird, but she looks good, she looks right? Good. <laughs> yeah, it's like a thing where you're like, is this weird? Because she looks so hot. We got to comment on that. Anybody that saw it and didn't say it to your face, you would at least know that, like, the thought ran through their head like, shit. Or if you have a dinner party and, and you're like, Daisy's been in the bathroom for a while and the photo's <laughs> gone, you're like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you might have to get a few printed out. Um, so your biggest horror story for Airbnb, which would it be? The guy who did the fireworks and the confetti? The fireworks and confetti guy. And we just had like a month ago a guy who for some reason decided to take our curtains down and use them as blankets outside on the hammock. He had like diarrhea in the bed, but then he also spread it on the walls. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. That, I just got the chills, and not in a good way, by any means. He had diarrhea on the walls. Yeah. Oh, and uh, they threw up on the roof. Like, they climbed onto the roof and threw up. Who are these people? 
people who are staying at a castle think of that yeah. you're like oh we're going to this castle we're gonna bring every drug we've ever heard of yeah this is where you try acid for the first time yeah. and you're like oh i shit my pants and and then i I'm like fucking... made out with the gargoyle with boobs <laughs> yeah like... exactly and find yourself being a picasso against the wall wow that's gross i'm so sorry like yeah it's smart you're selling this property yeah really. get out of there the diary on the walls you're like i, I don't think enough. it's haunted in the traditional sense but <laughs> something tells me <laughs> you're bringing demons into the home that are still alive and well jesus okay well on that note do you have a crazy bitch of the week that can top that guy <laughs> Oh my God. So I heard an insane story this past week. It technically happened or may not have happened last year. I Did you guys ever hear the Reddit story about the woman who went on Reddit and explained how her boyfriend of three years doesn't have a bed in his apartment and instead just curls himself up in a big pile of clothes and towels every night, burrowing under a mess of fabrics like a weird little animal and he calls it his nest. Have you guys heard of this? No, but my boyfriend in college, his best friend uh, and roommate, I guess, because he was three years older and we called him Van Wilder because he like lived at the frat. He slept on a pile of laundry, but that wasn't because he liked the smell of it because that definitely was not it. He was just an alcoholic who couldn't move on. But so I don't know. This is, I've not heard of this, of a man cuddling like a cat. And wait, so this was somebody telling a story of their ex? So someone was dating this person? Uh, no, of their current guy, supposedly. But this was last year. So we don't know if it, they broke right. up or if they're together or if this is all just completely made up. Um, but supposedly that after dating for three years, she finally stayed over at his place, which already a red flag. Yeah. Who doesn't see their boyfriend's place until like, Three years later. Three years? That's insane. Why would he get a bed then if he was just sleeping at I mean, hers? I'm kind of on this guy's side. I mean, it point. makes sense. And that's what I don't get. Like, apparently he didn't sleep in a bed. He didn't have one. So she had to sleep on the couch. And then they were thinking about moving in together. So he was like, I need to have my nest. Which, I mean, guys, even like birds know to leave the nest at some point. He said he wanted, when they moved in, he wanted to bring the nest. Yeah, to have, like, his own pile of, like, clothes that he just sleeps Oh, so this is, like, in. actually a mental disease. This isn't, like, an excuse he made up. I don't know. Did she put it on Reddit to be like, is this normal? Is this, like, okay? She didn't know what to do. Um, and, I mean, the poor commentators, they were, they were all questioning, is this real? Um, maybe get a two-bedroom at that point so he I can mean, have yeah. his nest room or just I don't know I mean most of Reddit's advice on our relationship is just dump him you know for like literally anything uh but I couldn't help but think of anyone crazier than when I heard the nest story and I I want to believe it's true yeah I also would believe it's true because it's like why would you put that on Reddit if it's a lie like that's such a weird specific I mean people lie about some weird shit dude yeah. That's true. Wait, have you guys heard of this Reddit thing where it's like a secret Santa for Reddit? No. I've done it before. I just met a friend last week at dinner, and he was talking about how he sent this girl on Reddit a foot bath. And I was like, this is weird. You're obsessed with this girl on Reddit? He goes, no, it's a secret Santa that Reddit does. And apparently... Bill Gates is in it. Okay, yes, I have heard of this. And if you get, if Bill Gates gets you, you get a million dollars. No. That's what that's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. You're in the on the Reddit Secret Santa. I would believe it. 
Oh gosh. What has he given in the past? Um, I don't know. I'll have to look into it. I feel like he's definitely like hooked people up with like some pretty sick ass gifts, but I mean, yeah, let's see. What did he give? Um, he showered like one woman who, who loved cats with like, I think a ton of cat, cat stuff and made like multiple charitable donations to animal shelters in her name and had like her, their logos, logos hand drawn on cards as keepsakes to her. What else did he do? Um, there was, I think, another woman where who loved the Twin Peaks books, got her like a bunch of personalized letters um, and just stuff that's super picked out for them. Um, but he doesn't give them a million dollars. That is not true. Uh, but I've done it's it before, false. and essentially what you're supposed to do is go through a person's, like, posts and comments, history, and see what they're really into, and then just get them, you know, something along those lines. And for me, what someone sent me was, I mean, they clearly didn't go through my posts and whatnot because I hate chocolate, and they were like, we're going to send her some hot chocolate. So I was like, you just want a generic gift wrap, but I accept that you actually sent me something. It there was awesome. But it's fun. You should absolutely do it. I'm yeah. Totally well, I don't do really that. have a Reddit account, so I'd have to make a Reddit account and really build up my comments. So well, you've got be- like 10 months. You know, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to start now. So at Christmas time next year, I can do the Secret Santa. And then I get Bill Gates. He finances my film. This is a genius. This is so good. This is the dream. Every other comment of yours is about financing a film. (laughs) (laughs) My dream movie. It's like, hey guys, my boyfriend likes to sleep in laundry. I'm like, I actually have a movie idea. (laughs) (laughs) It's a feature. We're going to get Spielberg on it, so it's going to cost a lot. (laughs) I'll settle for Guillermo del Toro, but... I guess. <laughs> it's going to be pricey. They got a new line of cameras this year, and we need to get a studio involved. It's an apocalyptic film, so there's a lot of special effects. I really want Michael Bay to consult. <laughs> yeah, someone's like, I have an ingrown hair. I'm like, I know about this. <laughs> yeah, wow. I mean, I, that sucks you just got hot chocolate, but maybe next year, you know? Maybe next year. What do you comment? Like, what would you think someone would Yeah, what would your preferred gift have been? been oh god um i mean if someone actually goes through my comment history it's pretty bad it's just mostly me answering questions about porn i guess which is sad um it's because- even they did go through your comment history and they're like <laughs> what do we do here i don't want to send this girl like a huge dildo with lube they're like, like- hot chocolate Honestly, I kind of would accept a gallon of lube that you can buy that for someone. Um, or you know what? Fine, send me hand sanitizer. I'll accept that as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I I can't help but comment about things like that just because either I'll see something funny or and want to share it with people. Like there was this one hysterical clip of my friend Tommy Pistol doing a. Oh my God, wait, I haven't, I need to share this clip with you ladies. So there, uh, there's a scene in this porn where my friend Tommy uh, walks in on a woman and he's like, where's my son? And this is clearly like leading up to like, it's supposed to lead up to a moment where they bone, but she's like, oh, well, your friends came and picked him up. What friends? Oh, well, they were all wearing uniforms and, um, you know, they had some letters on them. What letters? CPS you gave my son to CPS like that's an abhorred (laughs) how do you 
not share that with the internet. I mean, wow. that is insane. Someone was like, we should make this real. You know, this should, we, let's make relatable porn. <laughs> Obviously, CPS is going to show up to a porn site if a child is there. Yeah. They're really getting to the issues. Maybe they're I, trying to tell you that it's a safe porn. Yeah. Um, I mean, if it was a safe porn, we'd have more OSHA in porn, which there really isn't. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I need to see this clip of me. So that's what you shared on Reddit. Like, I'll share things like that, or I'll correct things that are just wrong, or, or you know, people think it's like, oh, this is what happens. I'm like, no, that's not what happens at all. Like, I have a friend who, for shit, like, oh, for example, some talent, not a lot, but some talent can't read on set. And if you're an actor, you kind of know what I mean, um, where, you know, when you're reading a script, you want to do it with certain enunciations and you want to read it in a really, like in a certain way. I, it's hard to describe. But no, my point is saying. like, I have a friend who will shut up, show up on sets or like she'll be wrapping up a shoot for a day and like her director friends will be like, hey, can you just stick around and read some lines, you know, and it'll be like the lines for the beginning of, he was my mom's gym coach, <laughs> and he was alone, because some girls can't read, so she'll the- be the porno voice. Oh, can I get into that? I could do the porno voice. I don't think my asshole's up to par, but I could do some reading. I could read up a storm. Yeah, you have a nice voice. You can- See, I'm finding that out by being on this podcast. I can. I mean, now that I've got a direction for it, this is just working out great for me. I'll build your resume tonight. I'm gonna quit this podcast. <laughs> and your name's Skylar. That is such a porn name. No yeah, offense. it is. And they're always looking for porn scripts. So Hannah, like, you could be like, "All right, this is a shit script. Which porno director can I send it to?" They'll use it. They always wait. need new ideas. Oh wait, where do I do this? Well, who do we call right now? <laughs> what are the agents? <laughs> no, I would love to write porno scripts. I think I could really do the intros. It'd be oh kind of funny, but very serious. <laughs> There'd obviously be some <laughs> jokes involved. No, I have drama ideas that I, you know, that my manager said, this isn't good enough for real. This isn't good enough for Showtime. However, I think it could be a porno. I'm so into this. My Quasar, Sarah J. Um, let's see. Wood Rocket team. Uh, you, you've heard it. Axel Braun. Just, just hit, hit Hannah up. Just do it. Please. I, I have a lot of good ideas that are- I have a lot to bring to the table. <laughs> yeah, we have a not- new voiceover actress and a script writer right here. Literally, power team. We're starting a pr- porn production company. Yep. This is our last episode. It's been great. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, seriously. Afterwards, I'll uh, hook you up. I'll let, if you guys want, I'll let you know who to message and you could send some stuff off if you want. Yes. Yeah. So we only, I don't want to keep it too long, but uh, do you, I want to leave on what is one secret you don't want your mom to know? Okay. So I rather talk about my sex life than this story, which is years ago, my grandparents died. And before they died, they renewed their wedding vows and they got each other these beautiful, you know, wedding rings for like their 40th anniversary renewal. And ever since I was a teen, I was wearing it on one of my hands, one of those rings from, I want to say, my grandmother or grandfather. And about two, three years ago, I was in Barcelona on a trip and we went to the beach. I took the ring off and I specifically put it in the backpack. Well, I think the backpack had a hole or I just didn't place it in right and I lost it. And yeah, it's a sad story. So the good news is 
my current spouse decided to make a duplicate and I just lie and say I got it cleaned up because she can't tell the difference because it's been a number of years. But I'd literally rather tell my mother about my sexual preferences than tell her that. I no, get that. I get that. My mom gave me a pair of gold hoops that she wore at her wedding, and I got a different pair that's cheaper that I like to wear because, it, you know, it's like in situations, if you lose something, I, I'm afraid of losing them because it's not just they're nice and they're whatever, but it's more the sentimental value. Yeah. And so my dad accused me of losing the earrings, and he's like, you fucking lost your mom's earrings, and you wear those hoe hoops now? I'm like, no, I wear the – this was the argument. He's like, and you, now you wear those hoe hoops? I was like, no, I wear the hoe hoops so I don't lose mom's wedding earrings. <laughs> we're like in a screaming fight about hoe hoops, and I was like, and I'm politically incorrect. There's no such thing as hoe hoops. Can't call them that. <laughs> anyway, sir, these so. are responsible ho, ho- hoops. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> these are my fucking responsible ho- hoops. The big hoops are in. I thought anyway, but I understand. The whole point is, I understand the. Uh... And I would do the same thing. I would totally get a duplicate made rather than have to admit that. I would figure out anything else rather than have to like own up to that. It's not worth it. So yeah. it's just yeah. good on you. That's oh, very yeah. smart. Hopefully she's not listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much. This was so fun. I feel like I've learned so much about porn and Airbnb, which yes. is probably, you know. I mean, quite honestly, we were efficient, and this is what I like. So <laughs> I mean, now we have porn agents after this. Scott, our whole lives But do you want to plug your handles and your podcast? It's very fun. Her podcast is very fun. I've done it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so you guys can hop over and listen to my show, Two Girls, One Mike, the Porncast. Um, spell out Two Girls, One Mike. Uh, if you get very confused, uh, twogirlsonemike.com. I own both domains. Or tgonpodcast.com, and it'll just auto-open in your favorite podcast app. Uh, so we review, like I, like you know, we talked about before, we review porn for the plot, but we also talk to a fuck ton of people within the industry. So uh, hop on over, Two Girls, One Mike, uh, and check us out and if you want to follow me alice at rational blonde on twitter because i suck at every other platform hell yeah here we go nobody builds 5g like verizon builds 5g because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in america and the more you do with 5g the more building it right matters the more your network matters the more verizon engineers going the extra mile matters it's us pushing us it's verizon versus verizon 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.